Welcome to your new English 21 podcast. This podcast is made for English learners by English learners. Yes, just like you and me. Come with us and share your experiences, ideas, and suggestions for all the listeners to improve their English while talking about any topic of your preference, whenever it is in English. This podcast is coming to you from Managua, Nicaragua, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tejet Nabaez, the English Connector. Come, share, and improve. Thank you very much. Hello, my friends. I know it's been a long time since I last broadcast uh, my last uh, episode of the new English 21 podcast. This is a podcast intended for English learners and made by English learners. Yes, just like you and me. And uh, because of the date, because of the date of the day, this day, April 17th, 22, um, I wanted to approach, I wanted to talk about the world today, and this is a um, merely coincidental thing that, uh, according to the Merriam-Webster's dictionary, the word of the day is resurrection. Yes, resurrection. This word is spelled R-E-S-U-R-R-E-C-T-I-O-N, Resurrection. Resurrection can mean resurgence or revival. In Christian theology, it is often associated with the rising of Christ from the dead. Maybe if you are Christian or related to any Christian person, you know that today is the Eastern day or the day that uh, in the ancient cultures uh, preceding the Christian era uh, they celebrated as, uh, as a holiday. But with the path of the time and because of history uh, this became the day of resurrection in Christian theology and tradition. What about resurrection in context? Well, in Egyptian mythology, the phoenix perished on a pyre every 500 years and then rose rejuvenated from the ashes. Hence, the early Christians adopted the phoenix as a symbol of Christ's resurrection. Reverend Thomas L. Sheridan, quoted in the Lexington, Kentucky Herald Leader, March 17th, 2022. Yes, my friends, this is the word of the day, resurrection. Resurrection comes from Anglo-French resurrection. Originally, the word was used in Christian context to refer to the rising of Christ from the dead or to the festival celebrating the rising, now known as Eastern, the word eventually began to be used more generally in the senses of resurgence or revival. Its Latin root, surgere, means to rise. 
So, my friends, resurrection is the world of the day. Thank you very much for continuing listening to this your new English 21 podcast. See you around. Well, my friends, and in the topic for the day, uh, for today, I got to you um, a short article, maybe to make us reflect on our interest in learning English. Maybe some people, maybe they ask you, why do you like to learn English or why do you want to learn English? Do you like English or do you want to learn English? But whatever the answer for you is, let me share with you some interesting facts about the English language. Yeah, I got here eight interesting facts, striking facts about uh, English as a language. One, English originate from Northwest Germany and the Netherlands. English has its origins in all High German, Old Norse and Anglo-Norman. Modern English started being used in the 14th century and the closest languages to English are Dutch and West Flemish. This is a, a different a variation maybe from the uh, Netherlands language that is spoken in a in a region near near Belgium and the Netherlands. Two, English is spoken by more than 952 million people around the world. Yes, but this is not only the the number of people that speak English as a native language. 339 million people speak English as its first language and 603 million people speak it as a second language. It is the official language in 67 countries and 27 non-sovereign countries such as Hong Kong. Yes, and maybe you know that many countries offer scholarships that are dictated or are given the classes and the lectures are given in English, such as the Nordic countries, maybe South Korea, even in Japan and in Germany, there are scholarships in which the student uh, maybe, uh, maybe don't, doesn't speak the native language of that country, but if, if it is an English speaker, can perfectly uh, be suitable or eligible for that scholarship in that country. Yeah. Number three, most English grammar and spelling follow standardized rules. Yes, Dr. Johnson's Dictionary of 1755 sets out the rules of English grammar and spelling. This dictionary was the first to comprehensively document the English lexicon and is one of the most famous dictionaries in history, taking over eight years to complete. 
Yes, this is also a very interesting fact about English that I didn't know till now, till now that I am sharing with you this, this fact. For the most used adjective in the English language is good. The most common noun in the English language is time and the most mispronounced and often misspelled word in the English language is pronunciation. Pronunciation. Yes, the act of pronouncing a word. Yeah, um, in another article, maybe in another magazine, I also read several years ago that the most noun word in the whole world is okay, which is a word that comes from English. Yes. Number five, English is the language of the sky. All pilots must identify themselves in English during international flights. Likewise, all air traffic controllers at international airports might be able to communicate with the pilots in English. So, because of this, English is the language of the sky. The sky in, in commercial terms, but also in uh, uh, nautics or space, maybe spacecraft uh, or space ships. ships. Yes. Number six, the longest word in the English language contains 45 letters. Yes, the 45-letter word that I'm going to try to pronounce here, that is pneumoneutromicroscopic silicovalcanoconiosis refers to a lung disease caused by inhalation of fine silica dust. So this is uh, this is related to uh, some uh, hazardous materials that were common in construction several decades ago. The second longest word in the English language dictionary is hippopotomonstrosequipedaliophobia that ironically means the fear of long words. Uh, you can count on me when speaking about this word because I'm just being uh, with a phobia to long words as well. Yes. Well, number seven, William Shakespeare had a great influence on the English language. William Shakespeare was an English poet, playwright, and actor. Above all, he introduced thousands of words and phrases into the English language. By the way, today, uh, a few hours ago, I was speaking with uh, also a, um, a person who speaks English as a second language. He speaks uh, maybe four languages. And uh, the topic of William Shakespeare came into our minds. So. I was telling him that there is a theory, but only a theory, that William Shakespeare never existed. Did you know that? I said, no, he replied, yeah, some people, some scientists or specialists or some um, conspiracy theorists 
think that William Shakespeare never existed, and that is because when you examine, when you uh, when you study uh, his playwrights, his uh, works, you can uh, you can observe that the amount, the depth, the culture, the the big knowledge of this playwright, this actor, this person is incompatible with uh, any cult or any cultivated or any expert or any uh, artist in that time. So many, this, uh, a group of people who believe that he didn't exist uh, think that uh, there were a group of people writing in secret and then associated uh, and presented all of, the, all of those works under the name of William Shakespeare. And that was because uh, uh, the courtesan people, the uh, people who were members of the, of the court, were not allowed to write, uh, to write their works for the poor, for the, for the general population. That's one of the reasons they believe uh, William Shakespeare is a, a nickname of a group of artists that uh, decided to keep their identities in secret. Yes, but that's, uh, that's only a theory, as I said before. Number eight, some English words are formed by combining two words together. Maybe you know this. For instance, hungry is a word in the English dictionary that combines two words together. The word combines hungry and angry describing the feeling of being irritated as a result of hunger. Yeah, I got this feeling. I, I get this feeling very often. Maybe when I, when I uh, have not eaten, when it is time to eat, maybe in the, when, the, when it is lunch time. Hungry was added to the Oxford English Dictionary in January 2017. Sorry, 2018. That's the correct date in which this word hungry, not hungry, hungry was added to the Oxford English Dictionary as, as a word that uh, resulted in the combination of two pre-existing words in English. So my friends, this has been the topic of the day in this your new English 21 podcast. Remember that this podcast is made for English learners by English learners, yes, just like you and me. Try to practice these two words that are completely crazy, one word with 45 letters and the other one with, um, with um, 44 letters, I guess. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to your new English 21 podcast. This podcast is made for English learners by English learners. Yes, just like you and me. This podcast was brought to you from Managua, Nicaragua, Central America, with your host, Vidal Tellez Arbaez, your English connector. We believe that together we can share, grow, and improve by encouraging people to be confident when speaking and finally reaching fluency. Come 
share and improve. Thank you very much.